Thank you for joining us once again for Kingdom Rock Radio. Now here's a sample of today's broadcast. If you don't come in or if you don't approach the Word of God with an open heart, a ready heart to do what is being said, you have no bars, you cannot hear Him. Remember, if you would like to hear more about our ministry, just log on to KingdomRock.org. That's KingdomRock.org. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the rich word of God. So, in Matthew the 13th chapter, Matthew 13, we're going to start out in the uh, King James Version. And it reads thusly, Matthew 13, verse 9 through uh, 15. We'll stop there. Verse 9 says, Who hath ears to hear, let him hear. Verse 10, And the disciples came and said unto him, Why speakest thou unto them in parables? Now, of course, in verses 1 through 8, the Lord's speaking about the uh, a sower that goes out and sows the seed, who is, of course, sowing the word of God. The disciples asked, asked the Lord, Why are you speaking to them in parables? Verse 11, He answered and said unto them, Because it is given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it is not given. Now we're going to stop right there for a second. Right away, it it seems like the Lord Jesus is being partial. Seems like he's being partial. Seems like he's being selective as to who gets to know uh, the mysteries of heaven, of, of of the kingdom of heaven. It seems like the Lord is being selective, like he's holding back knowledge from one person and he is giving it to another. But that is not actually what he's saying here. The choice to receive knowledge is ours. The choice to receive uh, divine revelation is ours. So let's go ahead and let's finish reading this. This is wonderful, but I, I had to just stop there for a moment. Verse 12 says, For Whosoever hath, to him shall be given, and he shall have more abundance. But whosoever hath not, from him shall be taken away even that he hath. Therefore speak I to them in parables, because they seeing see not, and hearing they hear not, neither do they understand. And in them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah, which saith, By hearing ye shall hear and shall not understand, and seeing ye shall see and shall not perceive. For this people's heart is waxed gross, and their ears are dull of hearing, and their eyes they have closed, least at any time they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears and should understand with their hearts and should be converted and I should heal them. But blessed, we'll go to verse 16, but blessed are your eyes for they see and your ears for they hear. All right. This is wonderful. Now we're really going to get into this. We're speaking tonight from the subject of, can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? You know that famous commercial with the uh, Verizon man. Can you hear me now? Now, this is so wonderful how the Lord puts this. And we're going to see this actually written out in Scripture that Verizon didn't get that first. It was in the Bible long, long before Verizon never thought about it. 
God's saying from heaven, can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Now, when you're on your cell phone, a lot of us have cell phones, amen? When you're on your cell phone and uh, the connection is pretty bad and you ask the question, can you hear me now? And let's say the call drops. That doesn't mean that the person has dropped off the face of the earth. That doesn't even mean they've stopped talking. How many times have we been talking on the cell phone and the call drops and we continue on the conversation until we, hey, you might have quiet and look at the phone and the call has dropped. You have lost signal. Yes, God is still speaking, but can we hear him? Can you hear him now? And there are a number of reasons, and we'll look at some tonight, why God's people are not able to hear his voice. Now, we've got to look at this thing from, uh, uh, from a defaulted position, first of all. Uh, as the sheep of God, as God's sheep, we, uh, by nature, can hear our shepherd's voice, by nature. Remember, the Lord said that I am the shepherd, and my sheep hear my voice, and they follow he said, uh, the stranger, uh, they hear, but they, they won't follow. They will flee from them because they know not the voice of strangers. So at a default position, we are God's people and we can hear the voice of God and we can follow what he says. Amen. Amen. That is what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to be able to hear his voice and follow his voice. Hear and follow, hear and follow, hear and follow. That's in us. But unfortunately, we allow some things to happen where we get a messed up connection. And it's like the father uh, echoes from heaven. He has his towers up, but there's something wrong with our phone, something wrong with our receivers. We're not very receptive to hear what he says. Let me jump ahead, just give you a few reasons why, why we can't hear what he says. Sometimes we can't hear what he says because we have other plans and we don't want, we don't necessarily want to hear the voice of God because we feel that there's, that he's going to say something that we don't want to hear. Uh, the Bible says in the book of Hebrews, when you hear God's voice, harden not your heart. When you hear his voice, don't harden your heart. When we harden our heart, we dull the sound of God's voice in our hearing. Now, remember what we said on last week. One way we know we, we have heard uh, someone, or rather, let me say it this way. One way we know that uh, someone has heard us is when we do the thing that they said, when there is some fruit attached to it. So if I tell you, uh, if I would tell Deacon Armstrong back there at the, at the light switch, uh, Deacon, turn off the lights turn off the house lights here. And if the lights were to go off, that would mean that he heard me. Right? Now we're in the dark. So you know that he heard me. Right? He wasn't just hearing my voice, but he responded to it. Now, if I say, please turn the lights back on. Well, the lights are back on so you know that he heard me. Unfortunately, many times we can sit in a church service. 
we can hear the words of Jesus Christ as the people were doing there. They can hear his voice, but they don't respond. They don't respond. Now, the Lord Jesus is in a church service. If you would think about that for a second, he's in a church service and he is the best pastor they can ever be. He is the perfect pastor. Okay. And he's out there in the midst of the people and he is speaking forth the word of God. Can you imagine that? That the Lord Jesus speaking the word of God. But as he's speaking, he knows within himself, they're hearing me, but they're not listening. I can hear the Lord say, can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? He's trying to speak to them in parables, give them stories so that maybe they'll hear. Maybe they will listen. Can you hear me now? Now, let me read to you. I love the way the message Bible puts this. Then we're going to go further and deeper into Matthew 13. It says here in verse number nine, uh, the message Bible. Are you listening to this? Really listening? All right. The disciples come to him and ask, uh, why tell stories? Uh, the disciples came up and asked, why do you tell stories? He replied, uh, you've been given insight into God's kingdom. You know how it works, but everyone has. No, start again. You've been given insight into the kingdom. You know how it works. Not everyone has this gift, this insight. Listen, it hasn't. Uh, been given to them. Whenever someone has a ready heart for this, the insight and understanding flow freely. Now that's good right there. That's good. Look at the King James again. They asked the question in verse 10, why, uh, why do you speak to them in parables? Why, why are you speak, speaking to them in stories, Lord? And he told them, well, it's for you to know, but not for them. Well, why isn't it for them to know? Verse 12 says, for whosoever hath, it shall be given unto him. Whosoever hath what? Whosoever hath, hath what? Uh, verse 9 tells you, whoever hath an ear to hear. Do you, are you understanding? Whoever is listening with the heart to do what is being said. Whoever has, that is, disciples, I'm speaking to them in parables, and we can look at that further, because some of them are out there, they are listening, but they're, they're hearing, but they're not listening. You have a heart to hear and to do, so therefore, it's given unto you. It is being really pumped. The wisdom and understanding, the spiritual knowledge is really coming to you. But for those that can just sit now hearing, and this is a church service. The Lord is speaking. But he knows that there are some that are just sitting there that is looking and looking and looking and looking. But they're not, they're hearing, but they're not listening. They have no intent whatsoever to do. They're stuck in their own ways. Let me go ahead and finish reading the message Bible and bring it up further to you. Again, it says, uh, whenever someone has a ready heart for this, the insight and understanding flow freely. But if, but if there is no readiness, any trace of receptivity uh, soon disappears. If there's no readiness of heart to do what I'm saying to you, any receptivity, like a cell phone, any receptivity soon disappears. 
If your heart is not in the right place, if you're not listening to do, if you're not listening to respond, any sort of receptivity, any bars that you may have had on your spiritual cell phone then goes flatlined. You have nothing. It's the heart of the person, the heart of the individual. So the Lord says again, can you hear me now? You got any bars on your spiritual cell phone? Because there are some that can be sitting side by side. And sometimes, unfortunately, unfortunately, I will have my my droid phone and my wife will have her regular phone that only makes phone calls. Can you believe that? But we were in a, a store in the JCPenney's outlet and uh, standing side by side was it my mother-in-law's phone. Yeah, her regular phone that just makes phone calls. Standing side by side and I'm here with my droid and I have all these apps that I can make it flip, jump up, slap. I can make it do just about anything. And she has a regular phone that only makes phone calls. But I couldn't make a phone call. I didn't have any bars. And she was standing right beside me, and her phone, she can make a phone call. My fancy phone, I couldn't even make a phone call. No bars. Same service, same same provider, but I couldn't make a call, but she could. There are several people sitting in church side by side. One is hearing and got a good connection with God, and the other one is trying to search for signal. Lord, are you there, Lord? Hello? Are you there, Jesus? Jesus, I can't hear you. And they search the globe trying to find Jesus. Jesus, are you there from church to church? Where are you, Jesus? I can't get in the service. Beep, beep. I can't get in the service. Jesus, where are you, Jesus? It's not your, it's, it's not your phone. It's your heart that God is looking at. It's your heart. Do you have a ready heart to receive what he's saying? Not just to hear it, but to listen and do. Are you with me? Let's, let's try this again. Uh, Deacon, would you turn the lights off? How do you know that he heard me? Because the lights are off. Deacon, please turn the lights on. Oh, we may have blown out the bulb. No. <laughs> How do I know that he heard me? The lights are back on now, right? God says it's time to pray. How do we know? How does he know whether we heard heard him or not when we get and pray? God says, I want you to give of your substance, give of your time, your talent, your finances. How do we know? How does he know whether we've heard him or not? We do it. Are you with me? All right. So listen, I want you, I'm gonna, let me go ahead and finish with this. Now, it says, uh, that's why I tell stories. To create a, let me back up. He says, but if there is no readiness, uh, any, any trace of, re- of, of, of uh, receptivity soon hears. If you don't have in a heart, whether you're coming to church to do what's being said, if you're not coming to church to do what's being said, then you have no bars. Now, this message only works probably in the 2000s. You've, you preach this message in the 70s or whatever before cell phones, they, they couldn't understand it. Right? But we can understand this now, right? Can you hear me now? 
if you don't come in or if you don't approach the word of God with an open heart, a ready heart to do what is being said, you have no bars. You cannot hear him. You will not hear him. But if you approach his throne, approach his word with a heart of I'm going to do what he's going to do, whatever the Lord says, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Even if you have to be like Jacob and wrestle with the Lord all night long. Lord, Lord, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm not going to let you go. I don't know how this is going to work out, but I'm going to do it. Ready heart gives you full bars and you can be able to hear from God. Okay. All right. Let me finish, finish reading on the message Bible. That's why I, I tell stories to create readiness, to nudge the people towards Recept, uh, receptive insight. He goes on to say, in their present state, they can stare till doomsday and not see it. Listen till they're blue in the face and not get it. Now, grab a hold of this. The Lord Jesus is speaking and he sees people staring at him. He says, in their present condition, they can stare until doomsday and still not see anything because of the condition of their hearts. And there are a lot of people I've seen as I minister over the last you know, 20 years, I've seen people sit and stare and just stare for the whole service, just stare. Service is over. Oh, it's time to go. Didn't get anything. They stared, but they didn't see anything. They got no revelation, no open illumination from God. Why? Was it because they didn't pass kindergarten grade? No, it's heart. They weren't listening to do. I'm listening to do. Just like if someone tells you, all right, let's say we're on a game show and they pick you out of the crowd and uh, they say, uh, Cynthia, come on down. And you come on down. And Patricia, come on down. And you come on down. You go to the front. And then the man gives you instructions. This is what you're going to have to do in order to win this prize. A brand new vacation to Monte Carlo. Or this brand new 2011 Mercedes Benz. Or door number three, this bucket full of hundred dollar bills. He says, all right. All right, ladies, you're up here. Now, this is what you've got to do. In order to win door number one, two, or three, you must follow these instructions. Boy, I bet you they're listening now. He's going to explain to them the rules about what to do in order to win that. They're listening with the intent to do. But too often, we just sit and stare. It's not the teacher. It's not the Bible. It's not the word. It's not the environment. It's our heart. Are we listening with the intent to do? I'm going to have to do this. Remember, 
We are taught to teach. We are fed to feed. We have been comforted to bring comfort to others. All right? Say with me, I'm listening so that I may do it. All right, this is the condition of our heart now. It goes on to say, let me read that again. It says, uh, in their present state, they can stare till doomsday and not see it. Listen till they're blue in the face and not get it. I don't want Isaiah's forecast repeated all over again. Then he says, uh, your ears are open, but, um, but you don't hear a thing. Your eyes are awake, but you don't see a thing. The people are blockheads. It actually says that. The people are blockheads. They stick their fingers in their ears so they won't have to listen. They screw their eyes shut so they won't have to look. So they won't have to deal with me face to face and let me heal them. In other words, I'm not listening because I don't want to change. I don't want to stop what I'm currently doing. And I know if I really listen to do, I'll have, I'm going to have to do something different. And I like my life the way it is. So I'll just sit here and stare at you. Just to be in the number, just to be in the room. And by some divine miracle, something good will happen to me. Just so, Lord, I can throw it back up in your face later that at least I did come to church. These people are blockheads. I love the message Bible. They're just sitting and staring at me, and they have no intention of doing anything I've just said. Wow. So let's go back again. And King James says again, he says, uh, the Lord said, the disciples say, Lord, why are you speaking to them in, in parables? Why are you talking to them in stories? Why don't you, why don't you talk plainly like you do to us? The Lord didn't speak to his disciples in parables. He spoke to the people in parables. Why are you doing that? He said, because they don't have the intention of doing what I'm saying. It's kind of like you, you mothers, the grandmothers, you, um, uh, Thanksgiving is coming. And uh, it's like you fixed a lot of food uh, just to sit it out on the table for people to come in and just stare at it. Because all they're going to do is come over and look at it. And then they got the nerve to go out and say, I'm hungry. Let's go to McDonald's. I'm hungry. Let's go to Burger King. I'm hungry. After the Lord has prepared all this food, turkey and stuffing and dressing and and yams and chitterlings and all that other, all that other food, that good food, all is prepared. But we just sit and stare at it and walk out and say, I'm hungry or I'm famished or I feel faint because I haven't eaten. The Lord said, I provided it for you. All you had to do was take it in. He said, for this reason, I speak to them in parables. So I'm trying to awaken some receptivity, trying to give them a story so that they will perk their interest to hear what I've got to say because I prepared all this food for them, everything that they need for life and for victory and for success. And all they do is look and they don't want to change. Isn't that something? They did not want, they they didn't listen because they didn't want to change their current condition. They didn't want to change. Uh, I like the way the Amplified Bible says it as well. He said they, 
They shut their eyes really tight. Mm, I'm not going to see it. Mm, not not, not, not going to look. Least they would open their eyes and see and turn and I would heal them. I would deliver them. Are you with me? So the first reason that people don't hear that God's people, because he was talking to his people. The Bible says he came to his own and his own received him not. This is his people, the people of Israel. He's coming to his own and his own refused to hear him because they want to do something else. So it's not that God's not on the other end, but we're just having problems hearing him because we got something else in mind, something else that we want to do. Peter, uh, the Lord Jesus, um, begins to tell the disciples that uh, he says, hey, boys, you know, I'm going to go away soon and and they're going to they're going to crucify me. They're really going to do me bad, do me wrong. They're going to talk about me and they're, they're really going to they're going to kill me. But don't worry about it. The third day I'm going to get up again. I'm going to rise again. And everything's going to be good. You'll see. Good. The Bible says Peter took Jesus. Oh, come here, Jesus. And said, Lord, be this far from you. This shall not happen to you. Jesus said, get thee behind me, Satan. He said, you savor the things of men, uh, not the things of God. In other words, your plans involve man's plans. You got, Peter said, in other words, Peter was saying, I got plans for you, Jesus. And my plans does not include you being uh, dead on, on some cross. We got to take over this place. We got to take over this place. Jesus said, your plans are not my plans. You didn't hear what I said, Peter, because you had something else on your mind. Why can't I hear God? Because you got some other plans that are deeply rooted and it prevents you from hearing him or uh, we can uh, be in a situation and the problem is speaking so loud that we cannot hear God in first Kings in 19th chapter uh, the great man Elijah the great man is full of faith and power or rather in the 18th chapter, he confronts the people of God because they've been worshiping Baal and they're walking the double yellow line, so to speak. They're standing in the middle of the road. They don't know whether they want to serve God or not or serve this false god Baal. They have no idea. So Elijah calls them up to Mount Carmel and says, all right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to see who is really God here. Uh, Baal, uh, the prophets of Baal, hey, y'all, the priests of Baal, y'all make an altar over there. And we'll make an altar over here and, and whoever God, we'll pray, we'll both pray and whichever God answers by fire, let him be God. Everybody say, yeah, that's good, that's good, that's good, that's good. Well, the prophets of Baal, they cried out and they cried out, oh, Baal, oh, Baal, uh, let it rain down, let fire come on and consume my altar, oh, Baal. They sang and they danced and they cut themselves and they did it for a long time all day. Oh, Baal, come on, do it. Come on, do it. They did all of that stuff and nothing happened. Elijah began to, to taunt them and say, well, why don't you talk louder? He may be sleeping. You got to wake him up. And so they began to go louder. Oh, Baal, come on, do it. Make the fire rain down. Make the fire rain down. Come on. And nothing happened. They wore themselves out. So Elijah said, okay, 
All right, it's my turn. It's time for the evening sacrifice. He said, all right. He took his time and he made his altar. He got it all nice. And he told the people, all right, pour some water on mine over here. Pour some water. They said, pour some more water on it. Pour some more water on it. Pour some more water on it. So they poured a lot of water on it. And then Elijah prayed one simple prayer. God, show these folk who you really are. And fire, boom, came down and and just just licked up all the water that was around the altar and just consumed the whole altar. Everybody said, yeah, God is God. God is the great. He's the one. He's the one. Then Elijah took out a sword or he got somebody's sword and he killed all the prophets of Baal over there, all the priests of Baal. He stabbed them all and they all died that day. And the people were now serving the Lord. Well, when Jezebel heard about it, she got very upset. Jezebel, Jezebel, she's daughter of Baal over there, Jezebel. Baal, are you with me? So she was in league with Baal over there. Those were her prophets, her people, her priests. When she heard about it, oh, she got upset and offended. And she sent a messenger to Elijah telling him, oh, she said, boy, oh, let worse things be done unto me. If you are not dead like one of mine, like one of my prophets are by tomorrow. Elijah heard that. He believed that and he ran scared and he ran out of town now let's go back to what we're talking about tonight can you hear me now jezebel's messenger was speaking so loud the problem was speaking so loud that elijah knew he had to get out of there to hear to hear god sometimes the problem can be speaking so loud that you can't hear god where you are you got to get out get away from the area get away from the circumstance Get away. So Elijah went out into the woods, went out in the wilderness, and he sat up on the tree, and he began to talk to God right there. And the Lord sent him an angel and fed him. And then he calls him to go up even further, go into a mountain, a cave, where the Father talked to him directly. So sometimes we can't hear. It's not because God's not talking but because the, search, the situation is so loud, the problem is so loud, and everything's around us, and we've got to get away sometimes to hear his voice. Another reason why we may not be able to hear the Lord speak is because we haven't had ample exposure. We haven't been exposed to something. And God says, well, you can hear me, but you don't know what I'm really talking about until I show you this. And in Jeremiah, the 18th chapter, Jeremiah 18, verse 2, the Lord tells Jeremiah, Arise, go down to the potter's house, and there I will cause thee to hear my words. God said, I can talk to you over here, but you won't understand what I'm saying. So I've got to cause you to go over here to this, uh, to this conference or this trade show, or I got to cause you to go to this other church or cause you to go down the street or cause you to go over here so I can show you what I'm saying. Then you can hear me. You have, been, have not been exposed yet enough to understand what I'm going to say, even if I release it to you. So he's got to cause us to be exposed to other things. So, again, the Lord says, and we, we heard in, in the book of 
um, Hebrews and also the book of Psalms. I think Psalms 119, the Lord said, when you hear my voice, harden not your heart. That is, make up in your mind that whatever God says, that is what I'm going to do. Uh, And even Mary, the mother of Jesus, was able to hear the angel Gabriel because, and we know that she was able to hear, one, because she brought forth the Christ, of course, the baby, but she made the confession, be it unto me, even according to your word. In other words, let your word, let your plans have full course in me full course in me. And that allows us to hear the voice of God when there are no hindrances, when there are, there is no block, when there are no blockages. And let me close out with this. And uh, I'm going to read uh, the New Living Translation. There's much more, but I think you're, I think you're getting the point here. Matthew 13. Uh, let me read verse, uh, verse 12. Uh, Matthew 13, verse 12, out of the New Living Translation. And it says, to those who listen to my teaching. Remember the disciples asked the question, why are you speaking to them in parables? Why aren't you talking straight to them? He's answering, of course, there's a problem with the connection. There's something wrong with the heart. That's why they can't hear me. Because remember, it is our nature to hear from God and follow what he says. That is our default position. We were made to hear from God. Say with me, I was made to hear from God. I was made to hear from God. That's right. Just like a cell phone was made to pick up signal to make a phone call. That's his purpose. That's its primary purpose. It should be to make, to receive and make phone calls. Unless you're somewhere like I was. But that's the primary purpose of the cell phone, to receive and to make phone calls you were made for that to receive that phone call from the lord and to make phone calls to him we were made for communion with him we were made for fellowship with him so if we say i can't hear god i i i can't get an answer from god something's wrong are you with me something's wrong or should i say can you hear me are you listening So listen to what verse 12 says. As the Lord answers the question again, you know, why are you speaking in parables? The Lord said in verse 12, to those who listen to my teaching, more understanding will be given. I love that. And they will have an abundance of knowledge. But for those who are not listening, even what little understanding they have will be taken away from them. We say, well, Lord, I just don't know the Bible. I just don't understand the Bible. Are you listening with the intent to do it? Because if you do, then the river would flow. The river would flow. Just like a good cook, if mama knows that you like this dish, well, she'll make that dish for you again. She knows you're going to eat it up. Not just going to leave it on the plate, leave it on the table. Now, you keep, if she takes the time to make the dinner and put on the table and you just mess over it, I guarantee she's probably not going to make that dish again. Right? You see, food is too expensive. Can't keep messing over this stuff. All right. Well, 
Uh, there's one more scripture. We can get it, uh, get the rest of this later. But in Hebrews, the fifth chapter, and uh, verse number nine, as it talks about the Lord, that the apostles here are telling the, the people, hey, we got some good teaching to give you, some great stuff to give you. Uh, then it says uh, in verse number nine, and being made perfect, he became the author of eternal salvation unto all them that obey him. Talking about the Lord. Verse 10, called of God and, and high priest after the order of Melchizedek. Verse, verse 11, of whom we have many things to say and hard to be uttered, seeing ye are dull of hearing. You're not listening. He said, we got a whole lot to tell you. We we got some real meat, and we may get that later. We got some meat. They say we got some meaty words, something that's really going to sustain you and, and just form Christ in you. We've got some things that are just going to do some wonderful work in you, but we can't get it to you because you just don't listen. You know, every level is built on the next. If we can't understand the basics, if we haven't understood the basics, we're going to find it difficult to understanding uh, things that are higher, things that are more difficult to understand. You understand? Oh, can you hear me? So we say, well, I don't understand the word. I, I just haven't had an education, right education. God makes this stuff foolproof. Hmm, foolproof. Hmm, interesting. He makes it foolproof. It does not matter if we just went to the kindergarten and stopped, or let's say we flunked out of kindergarten. And now we are, you know, whatever age, doesn't matter. God said, it's, understanding my word has nothing to do with your mind, has nothing to do with your, with your wisdom, has all to do about your heart. He says, don't harden your heart. Don't be resistant to what I'm saying. And when I say it, the Lord says, when I say it, have the intent to do it. And you're going to find that wisdom just flow into you. The Lord said it, it's going to just flow to you. Wisdom and understanding and spiritual knowledge will just flow to you. And after a while, before you know it, you'll be on strong meat and understanding the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. Why? Because you went to Bible college? No, because you had a ready heart. You had full signal bars because you came in with the intent. I want to hear because I'm going to do what he's going to say. Can you hear me now? I pray you've heard the word of God tonight. We're done in Jesus' mighty name. Remember, if you would like to hear more about our ministry, just log on to KingdomRock.org. That's KingdomRock.org.